Welcome to the View in Your Mirror podcast. We are your hosts, Lisa Rubin and Katie Harms. From new moves to tried and true strategies, we'll dissect the ways in which clothing and a little organization can and does affect your daily life. Come along as we hope to inspire, engage, and shape your rituals as well as your shapewear. Lisa Rubin. Katie Harms. Hello and welcome to episode one of season three. Incredible. Yay us. Can you believe, Katie, we're going to start our season three? I No, I, but I can't, time flies when you're having fun. I agree with that. I, I can't believe it. You're the one that brought it up to me and said, you know, Lisa, we really should be starting season three. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then, of course, I did all my analytics and said, yes. you're right, Katie, we should be starting season three. And here we are. And here we are. And what's the word that we're going to focus on in this episode particularly? flexibility, which I don't have a lot of, but I am learning to do through our podcast. Yes. And I'm learning to be a little bit more... Mm, rigid? Rigid. What's Not another rigid. word for rigid? Dialed in, buttoned up, focused. Organized. Well, I think I'm pretty organized in general, but focused? No, you're pretty focused when we start doing this. All right. Well, clearly... Uh, I would I'm say pre-organized. Pre-organized. All right. I, you know what? That makes I sense. I came our first three podcasts with all of my note cards, <laughs> which you proceeded to take away from me. Mm-hmm. We're sharing little tidbits behind the scenes right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I don't do that anymore. You and don't. I still have anxiety before I get on the mic, but I'm learning how to get better and better at that. You aren't learning how. You are getting better and better at that. I'm still learning. It's a skill. We all still I learn. still have I the anxiety. Oh my gosh. I think, well, and I don't think that's unusual. You're sharing a lot of your wisdom and your knowledge in a little different format than you're used to doing it. But what I've told you from the beginning is that when you do something you love, that's you true. can speak to it. It flows out of you. So really, this podcast is a little different than most because we're back to no guests. We actually had a conversation that we thought was going to be a lead in to another podcast. And there was so much great information. We thought, why don't we just make this the podcast? And I was really excited about that because that's how we started. And that's how we've started each one of our seasons. So again, I am flexible, but I like to have a pattern. And this is a pattern and who knew? And now I think that's something we're going to have to pay attention to because we have had people who have said, wow, we really love your banter. We want to hear more of that. So for those of you who feel that way, here you go. We are back in action and quite feisty today. Feisty. That's a good word. (laughs) <laughs> a little little feisty. Fall is nipping us in the bud. It's nipping us. <laughs> it's totally. I get excited about it because guess what? Sweaters come out and the really great leather jackets like the one you have on today. I mean, we really should put up some pictures of your wardrobe, which is fabulous. You know what I love about you? It's the pieces. You have what you've tried to teach me, right? From the beginning is it's the backbone pieces, the backbone pieces. And then it's the wow things that just sort of stand out. But it's not then wow in such a way that it's like, huh, it's more just the whole look. You know, you can wear it again. Yes. Because I was with a client yesterday who I was helping get a few things that she probably wouldn't wear very often. And I said, okay, stop. Just know and think that you're going to wear these things for the next three to five years. Don't think of it that you have to wear it to an event next week. Think of it in a three to five stint. And that's the kind of ideas that I kind of put in my clients' heads. Yes. 
I, it, and it totally makes sense. And then also you look at the return on investment of that piece. So especially if those those pieces that are a little more outside your comfort zone, you start thinking, wait a minute, I am going to wear that. Like if you put it on, there's things I have that I've had for years. We've talked about this before. I put it on and I just feel good about it. And then I also think to myself, you know, I bought this, wow, 10 years ago, almost that leather coat, the very first piece of Jennifer 11. Tantinelli. It'll be 11 years. 11 years. So I've had that. I can't remember what I paid for it. It was a big chunk it was a big chunk. More than my what I w- had at that point. That's the most expensive piece of clothing I have ever purchased. And it's going strong 11 years. And if you look at how many times I've worn it and the return on investment on that piece, it's probably one of the more reasonable pieces of clothing I've ever purchased. Yes, that's what I teach and train all day long. I would rather have someone buy five pieces instead of 10 pieces. And those five pieces are things that they can continue to wear, mix and match in their wardrobe. I mean, there is what I call disposable clothing for certain things. Like uh, since we've been home working, right? fine. But yep. once you're getting out, so many people now are starting to go to galas. That's the big thing. And evening events where they're getting dressed up and everyone is absolutely freaking out. I have (laughs) gone to probably five to seven clients' houses where we sit in front of the computer because unless you want to have something made for this category, there's nothing available. So what are you doing? I am doing Rent the Runway. Mm, We've talked about that before. I also use another company called Nova Octo for big time galas, but generally it's rent the runway. And I what about ha- what about vintage? Do you get into vintage shopping at all? Well, I would. But the problem is is that when I'm helping clients, they are so busy for me to tell them that we're gonna go to three to four vintage shops in towns or consignment shops in town and see what they have because it's not like I can pre shop and put anything right. on hold. Right. They're like, no, I am not doing that. I have seen some fabulous vintage pieces that people pull out. And some of them are from their wardrobe. Well, that's a whole different thing. Uh, But I always ask the question, do you have anything that you've had in the back of your closet that maybe we can look at and redo? Yeah. I have done that a couple times, but the majority of women are like, no, I am not wearing that. It doesn't make me feel good. It has a memory attached to it. I'm like, then why are you keeping yeah, why it, in your is it closet? in your closet? Get it and they're out of like, the back of it. Because yeah. it has a memory attached mm, to it. So those are what I call memory clothes. Sure. But I have done it a couple times where I've taken the top or I've taken the bottom and I've added. And there's a couple really good alterations people in town that like doing that kind of thing. Right. I've, I've, I did that with actually the wedding dress for Danielle or my mother of the bride dress for Danielle. I took a top from one, the bottom from the other. Put and them you looked beautiful because I, I remember that. that. Yeah, that was really you looked fun. gorgeous. I still have it. Someday I'll wear that again. <laughs> but let's talk about a category for everybody yes. that is very difficult to find right now, especially if you're going to be living in a state that's going to have snow and be cold. Pants? No, we'll talk about that another time, Katie. <laughs> um, shoes. So if you're oh. going to a gala or you're wearing a formal dress and you need shoes... People are like, well, I'll just, I'm, I'm only going to do this one time or two times. I'm going to go to DSW or Nordstrom's Rack, or I'm going to find something on sale and I'm going to find a shoe. Well, it's not as easy as it sounds because first of all, 
I cringe when I see people wearing sandals when there is snow on the ground and it is cold out. We shouldn't be wearing sandals. We need to wear something that is appropriate for the weather. Now, those who live in California, if you're going somewhere where you can wear sandals, fantastic. But I think everybody needs to think about having that shoe in their closet, in their wardrobe, when they find it, to have for these moments. Because and if you find it, buy two pair. <laughs> because <laughs> well, your feet don't not. really change. No, they don't. You, your feet but don't really change. Then you it. just need to make sure you're maintaining your shoes. Keep them in a shoebox. Right. Oh, really? Keep them in a shoebox. Those the the those type of shoes I would recommend keeping in a shoebox. They won't collect dust. It's not something you wear all the time. You can put a little label on the front. Dress shoes. Put it way up high. So way it's not up taking, high. So it's not taking up prime real estate under your, your bed in a little but container then don't forget that they're there but then don't forget that they're there <laughs> but that is something that is very difficult because of covid a lot of these companies were not making those shoes because nobody was wearing those shoes right. so a lot of even online you're finding shoes that have been around for a very long time so then try to find that shoe in your size most of them are sold out even though you're seeing them I have done this with several clients recently. It is very frustrating, even for me. So think about that. You know, I remember when I was working in the shoe industry and we would go in to markets and you'd pick your case based on sizes for what, right? So there was usually two sevens, two seven and a halves, two eights, one nine, occasionally, very rarely a nine and a half, a 10. At that point, nobody was, they weren't, you couldn't find a decent shoe above a 10 at that point. But the case was made up of, of sizes. Rarely could you pick and choose, I want this many of this size, this many of that size, because these cases were already done up. So now those cases look a lot different. There's one of several. I think the cases are maybe a little smaller because it's it, almost like they're rationing product, right? Yeah, and, the, and they're shipping problems. And I mean, let's not forget the person that's the 10 and a half. How about the person that's the four? Oh, Right. Okay. I never think so, about them. <laughs> yeah. But but it's it's or the four and a half or the five. Yes. Like I have clients no, right. that have very small feet. Now I have found a resource, obviously Jennifer, where she will make me shoes for people in that size. But again, shoes are gonna be an issue this season. Please everyone be patient. Mm-hmm. Um you're you're gonna start seeing new collections coming out in all different price points. No. But it's not gonna be what you're used to. No. No, it's not. But it's interesting, too, if you have a good, solid wardrobe of things that you've developed over time, you should be okay. You and I both showed up today in the same, essentially the same shoe. Different styles of the same, different No, different it's the patterns, exact, exact same exact style. Same shoe, different patterns. Yes. And it's the most comfortable. Again, I've probably had these 10 years, and well, they still look great. Katie, we did a picture of these in one of our podcasts. That's right, we did. Was it these exact shoes? These exact shoes. Oh, that's really fun too. Jennifer Tatinelli's ballerina flats that I have like six different pairs and different colors and I wear them all all the time. time. Exactly. It's kind of a go-to staple. And those are the things that you need in your wardrobe. And you need your closet organized enough so that you can see them and feel comfortable grabbing them. Since we're talking fashion, I had the opportunity, we, we had a post on it, to go to Minnesota Fashion Week. I know, and I wasn't able to come because I had a You client. had a prior engagement, I know, and we missed you terribly, but saw some wonderful things, went to, it was called Fashion Over 50. It was the first of its kind really inventive and some fun things to see and just bringing out those pieces. You know, when you go to a fashion show, there's a lot of like a lot, right? 
There's a lot of the wow. There's a lot of the wow, but there was so many fun pieces to see that you could pull into your existing wardrobe. And so I kept Lisa in the back of my head when I'm looking <laughs> at all of these things, like, what could, ooh, you could wear that. There was a beautiful, almost a Chanel look dress that came from Martin Patrick, as a matter of fact. And I thought you could unbutton that and you could wear that open with a pair of slacks and a pair of cute boots or it went from the office. So starting to see, I think, some really fun things and people are looking at it differently. But I thought, of course, fashion over 50, fashion at any age, as long as you know what works for you, right? Exactly. And the one thing that I always tell people is that you have to think about the age you're at and that everybody is going to age, hopefully, right? And so... Just keep in mind when you're thinking about your wardrobe and thinking about the brand of who you want to be, that is going to change over time and it should change over time. Yes. Now, you are working with a client who will remain nameless. And this is what I love too. She had a big job. She had a big job, traveled a lot, has a lot of great clothes. And now she's retired from first career going into another career, which she's really loving. And she's got all of these beautiful things in her wardrobe that she doesn't really need anymore. And so you're helping her look at it differently and look at what she's doing with those pieces. So not necessarily, hey, you're going to go out and buy this and this and this and this and this for this new part of life, but maybe it's taking a St. John jacket and wearing it with a pair of jeans or something to really, I think we miss a lot of the things that are right in front of us, right? So to have the help of looking at it differently. Yes. That's exactly what I do. And I go into their closet and I look at all their clothes. The, The one thing that I see all the time, especially for women who are in their 50s, 60s and thinking about changing their lifestyle is the fact that they still see their view in the mirror as the woman that worked all those years. And so that is the hardest bridge to cross with most clients because they don't know how to dress in any other way. They're not comfortable. I was just going to say, it's a They're comfort comfortable. thing. You get into the comfort. I, uh, going back to the fashion over 50, it was a panel. It was uh, moderated by our friend Roshini Rashkumar. And one of the panelists was the woman who owns Nani Nalu. And, you know, you talk about Nani Nalu is a wonderful uh, store for swimwear. I use it all the time. Oh, my gosh. I love going in there. And it is amazing the work that they do. And I will tell you, she really talked about that, the comfort level. And you got to go out of your comfort zone when you're walking in there trying on swimwear. Oh, yeah. And it really is in everything. And we unfortunately lie to ourselves a lot when we're looking at that mirror. We're, we do not give ourselves enough credit. credit. Exactly. Enough credit. We are the majority of women when they look at their view in the mirror are negative about themselves. Exactly. And they don't see the beauty in themselves. Exactly. And taking a compliment, it was very interesting. I'm going back to the fashion after 50. I felt great. I wore a couple of pieces that I've had in my wardrobe. I'm going to call them vintage. I swear they're 30 years old. So for, for me, they're vintage and fun that I still fit in them. But you know, when you think about, I always say that I think my closet should have those little round things that show a size so you can just <laughs> I have clients that do that them. I have clients oh that gosh. do that so at this point in life I'm at this size and at this point in life I'm at that size and I have had to change a lot of things for COVID I changed my hair color I can't wear contacts as much anymore so I'm wearing my big bold glasses and that and I have learned to look at it in a more positive light I'm here and I'm going to be the best I can be at this point so I wore these pieces and I met a couple of people who are like wow 
wow, we love your look. And I'm thinking, you know what? That just makes me feel good. What makes me also feel good is somebody takes the time to mention that. And I think we need to do more of that for each other. You look fabulous. I love those shoes. I love that bag. It joins us together. You've talked about this before. It joins women together particularly, but we're all in that same space. We're all looking, going, all right, is this good enough? Is this going to be great? You know, I saw some pictures I didn't love of myself, but I'm like, okay, I don't like those pictures, but I felt great at that event. And I think that's really where you have to be. You have to be in that headspace of you're putting that view out there and that's what's going to carry through with you. Exactly. And you made a very important point is that all women have their little, let's call it shtick, about (laughs) what they do don't like about themselves. Some women have a lot. Some women have very strange things like they don't like their nose. They don't like their eyebrows. They, all of the things, right? But when you get a compliment from somebody, it changes the way you feel. So I always let people know, make sure that when you see somebody and you like what they're wearing or you like their hair, their hair is a big one go up to them and let them know because that will change their day. Because it it will change everyone's day. I did that to a young woman at Target not too long ago. She was walking to Target. She had on the cutest outfit. She was probably in her 20s. And I said, you just look adorable. And she said, you just made my day. And what more do we need? The other side of this is to be able to say thank you when somebody gives you a compliment. We as women are horrible at that. I'm horrible at that. We have to be better to simply say thank you. Because if you are like, oh, this or oh, no, or I don't like this, or what are you saying to the person who gave you the compliment? You don't know what you're talking about? No. I think that's one of the biggest things as women, we need to learn to be in that space to say thank you and leave it. You're right, Katie. And this morning when we got ready to do our podcast and I sat down and you sat down, we're ready to go. And you said, oh my God, Lisa, I love your hair today. It looks so good. And I said, ooh, I hate my hair today. But again, I should have said thank you. Right. I don't think I did. So thank you. You are so welcome. Again, it's how I see myself in the mirror (laughs) and how you see me. And that's one of the things like when I'm coming in to help somebody, I am objective. I am not subjective, right? That's right. And the woman I'm helping, everything is subjective. That's right. So it's just really important to think about all of these things because it will make you feel better. I hope that we can make each and every one of you have a special day. Amen, sister. We're going to take a quick break and sing the praises of Rustica Bakery. We'll be right back. On the Viewing Your Mirror podcast, we love sharing our personal favorites. Rustica Bakery is high on that list, and we know you're going to agree. Rustica has two locations. They're original at 3224 West Lake Street in Minneapolis, across from Calhoun Commons and Whole Food Market. And Southdale Center, next to Lifetime, where you'll enter without even going into the mall. Both have ample parking, either online or in-store. Bread, breakfast, dessert, treats, a menu sure to allow you to find a personal favorite in no time. Online ordering is a breeze and curbside pickup is an option. Available in-store only are savory menu items. Think grab and go for lunch or enjoy them there. Brunch items are offered Friday through Sunday. My personal favorite is the take and bake cookies. Available online or in-store. Truly a capstone for any get-together and in just 15 minutes from package to plate, a memory to make. We highly suggest you always have these in your freezer. RusticaBakery.com. Find the food and drink you adore or try something new. Rustica Bakery puts the love shown by their customers back into every item baked. 
at Rustica, you're among favorites. And we are back. Yay for your flexibility, Lisa. You know what? I'm starting to get so flexible. We're learning new things. You told me to get rid of my notebook before we started. I did. We had a great pre-meeting. and Normally, uh, that would really stress me out. And I just closed it up, walked down, put it down, and I sat down here. And Katie, I had no idea what was going to happen. I, I, you know what? That's, that's the magic of it. And with that, we're wrapping it up. So if people want to contact you, and I don't know why they wouldn't... <laughs> How do they go about getting a hold of you? They can contact me at lisa at wardrobeconsulting.net. Yes. And we didn't talk too much about the guts of the closet or the spaces you live in, but I am at the ready when you want to talk about that. Reach out to me at katie at katieharms.com. And if you want to learn more about our podcast, go to theviewinyourmirror.com. We hope you have the best view in your mirror. Until next time. (laughs) 